Previously on Roll for Blank. <laughs> you guys uh, went through the abyss and you ended up in an undersea kingdom called Atlantia, uh, where you were hearing this really loud banging noise and you found out that it was a giant gong that was shaped like a sand dollar and that was a starfish was, was like playing it. Uh, you guys went downtown, you did some shopping, and you found out that there's something called the offering ceremony that's coming up, and everybody was preparing for that. Uh, so uh, you went to, uh, you were, basically you had to get some fresh water to anoint the, uh, the clothing for the offering, uh, which meant that you had to go to the wrong side of the tracks, which is the, the less than nice part of the rest of Atlantia. And there were some traps there. You guys dealt with some like lionfish quills and some old underwater mines. Uh, and then uh, once you got past the traps, you ran, a monk, you, you ran across some, some fish punks and their leader, Real Tough, Spelled like our like a fish reel, like a fishing reel. <laughs> it was like, like the real big fish. Yeah, like the real big fish. Uh, everybody really laughed. I remember it was great. Uh, <laughs> uh, af after you guys beat up the punks, you were able to uh, get the water that you needed, and uh, you took that back uh, with the uh, clothing for the offering to the to the palace, and the guards took you there, and you found out that oh no, the king is going to be the offering and basically decided that you guys would all be hanging out in there with him and be offerings too. So he gave you the skill breath of the deep, which allows you to breathe underwater. And uh, then you guys decided to be part of the offering where you swam out and you noticed there was a giant dragon turtle outside that's going to eat everybody. And the portal of the abyss was inside its big turtley beak mouth. Uh, so then you, you found a way to get inside that turtle mouth. And you didn't even have to fight it. You just got in that turtle mouth and swam back into the abyss. Uh, everybody. I, I also conjured a fire elemental. Oh, that's right. Was, made some hot, hot heat inside his turtley dragon mouth. Oh, yeah, to keep his mouth open longer. To keep his mouth open. Yeah. And then I believe I implored mm. the DM to let the fire and elemental friend join us while going, whilst going through the portal. All right. Yeah. So you got a fire elemental coming with you through the portal. You guys, hey guys. floating. Yeah. Have you guys ever Googled turtle mouth? Uh, <laughs> because. No. And also what? <laughs> um, you said we went into a turtle's mouth and it turns out it might be the most terrifying of all the mouths. <laughs> Let me change my background. To a turtle mouth? Yeah. Turtle mouth. <laughs> I mean, some of them are kind of cute, but. Whoa. What is that? <laughs> oh. uh, that's not a turtle mouth. That's yeah. what, where did you even find that? I just googled turtle mouth. <laughs> there, it's specifically leatherback sea turtle. Whoa! So even more likely that this is the mouth we chose to enter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, chalk that up to a lack of research on my part, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I probably should have made you do way more Constitution saves while inside <laughs> that mouth. Hey guys, let's swim towards that turtle mouth. It's just a turtle. Yeah, in there. Oh God. So many comforting spikes to hold on to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrifying. I can't have this as my background. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I found like, when I Googled it, I, I immediately found like a, a cute, uh, sort of like a, a freshwater turtle mouth that it's just kind of toothless and he looks kind of happy. Like he's, you know, missed his dentures and he's just saying hi. Like that. I just did it for everybody. It was great. They loved it. Uh, okay. 
Is he part of the Turtle Club? Turtle. Turtle. I like turtles. Twiddles. Uh, what a movie that was. <laughs> so yeah, so, so as you were floating through the abyss, you, you might have looked at the compass and noticed that the uh, compass pointed to the year 10,000. In the year 10,000. In the year 10,000. So yeah, so, so you're, you're flowing through the abyss again, and uh, the, the abyssal portal dumps you out into a ruined city. And this city is uh, unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's, is it's, it called Covidia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it could be, I guess. You can, you can call it. Misky no, can call it Covidia right now. <laughs> no, M- Misky is not nearly that aware of current events. That's true. <laughs> Misky can't even seem to put his mask on properly. He's got it over his eyes. <laughs> So you're in this so you're in this this just decimated city and all around you you see metal boxes and metal humanoids wandering around uh, there's just devastation there's the just blown up structures there are buildings that don't look like any building you've ever really seen uh, but you recognize them as buildings because you're not you know you're not stupid like you get what buildings are even if they're uh, shinier and and more uh futuristic perhaps if that's the proper way to reveal where we might be without saying too much uh sir what is that big metal bird flying in the sky (laughs) (laughs) uh these metal beings do we need to roll for pop culture reference Uh (laughs) is this like a t1000 a t800 uh a bending unit a one of the gear people they're like uh, yeah i mean you're you're looking more you're looking more like very basic, semi-human looking robots, but they have, uh, you know, they have like treads for legs instead. They're not like bipedal and they've got uh, gun arms and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so we wouldn't, we wouldn't identify them as people. No, you just, I mean, they, they look as much like uh, people to you as say. Uh, Greg, it's not our place to identify them. They get to identify themselves. True. They pick their pronoun. I would. I have no response. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, so here you are. You're in this. You're in this place. What? What? What do you wish to do? Well, I was originally going to hail one of these metal men and ask him to remove his armor, but considering they don't look like people, I will not be talking to a what I assume is just a spell, some sort of trick on my mind. So I uh, instead will look for any writings. Uh, to identify where we might be. Okay. Uh, yeah, you see, you see that there is a, a signpost in front of you that has been knocked over. The, the sign is constructed out of uh, a very dense and polished metal, and there seems to be a sort of uh, glow inside some of the lettering. And uh, it's written in common, so, so you can read it. And it says uh, Main Street, and then the other one says Primary Boulevard. Street. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's go to Primary Boulevard. <laughs> Does anything feel magical? I wanna, I wanna do a kind of a general arcana check. Maybe use my uh, odd vision to, to see if I pick up a, on anything motivating me. Okay. Yeah. Roll, uh, roll that arcana check. Let's see what happens. We're gonna see uh, fifteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you notice that uh, to the uh, de- if you go toward 
<laughs> if you go toward Primary Boulevard, there, there seems to be a, a, some sort of magical energy emanating from a, a cave that you can see in the distance. Okay. And, and otherwise, you don't really detect any magic. Now, if you're, if you're using your, your purple vision that, that Misky has, that no one else has, you see that there are sort of like trails, Donnie Darko-esque trails of energy. One is leading toward that Arcana cave that you, that you just learned about, and another leads down Main Street and out of town into a desert. And yeah, that's, that's kind of what you know at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, ex- excuse me, Mis- Mr. Uh, Mr. Tanky Legs? I am Robot. Insert oh. comments. I- Ian Robot? I- Ian Robot. Um, hi, uh, my name is Misky. We, we're new friends of your, your old city. Um, these are my friends, and we are here now. Do you know where you are? Must destroy mutants. Please direct to mutants if you are aware of mutants. Ah, uh, nothing but other Ian robots here. Uh, n- not boop, mutants. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> we am EM robots. We look um, like people, but we are robots in disguise. Um, we we're not. I don't. I don't think we're mutants. I I don't think you're mutants. Um, are mutants maybe in, in that cave? Do you know what is in cave? Could be mutant cave. Mutants have been sighted outside cave. No detection of mutation in life forms one, two, and three. Uh, oh, okay. Um, you're detecting mutation forms. Do, do you have a captain mutation detector we could talk to? No captain, only robots. Mm, is there maybe Mr. Robot we can talk to? <laughs> hey, I'm Mr. Robot. <laughs> Do a Jack Nicholson impression in most of my roles. There, 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 there is no, there is no Mr. Robot. Although the the uh, the the robot to which you are speaking does turn and point toward the desert where your uh, where your purple sight had seen the tendril, and says, "Main signal tower is source of robot directives." Uh, okay, thanks for not, um, and <laughs> turn, how, turn back to friends. How do we, uh, tell you if, if we see mutants, how can we let you know? The best way is to find a robot and tell them with words. Yeah, okay, see something, say something. That sounds very catchy, yes. <laughs> I'm not programmed rep- for wit or rhyme. Okay, bye uh, robot. Okay, bye, okay. bye robot. Um, so, so friends, we're going to look in cave for probable mutants or go to signal tower for probable robots. Um, which side of civil war do you want to fight today? (laughs) Well, uh, from what I can tell so far is we don't know who runs this robot, who's in charge of him. So maybe we find that out. Alternatively, how did we get out of the train? We, what did we do? Uh, well, you, I, you I've been in fire. <laughs> and then right, we, we went underwater. <clears throat> and, and underwater, we went into a turtle's mouth. We were some I'm assuming this is a, uh, a Terminator style teleportation in like a purple naked orb. Oh mm. yeah, yeah, you all landed crouched and nude. <laughs> yes. 
aware just of like I was born. Just like I was born. And luckily, um, there are some bikers nearby, so feel free. They're all in your size. <laughs> I thought we were uh, totally in a quantum leap scenario and trying to right the mm. wrongs. And maybe this one will be our leap home. Oh, maybe. So far, we've righted one wrong by killing a vampire, I guess? Or fighting uh, we him. Killed we killed a vampire. And we, we, got rid success- of we, we successfully let a king feed himself to a turtle. Yep. We, we yeah. did, we completely unaltered what was going on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's a chance we completely unaltered the train too. So I think maybe our best bet is to just kind of do our thing and it'll happen anyway. I'm, I'm starting to think that we're not our own protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we hench people? We're hench people. <laughs> if we're hench people, I think our next step is to do the stupidest thing possible. Mm. And, you know, if we get ourselves killed, so be it. The protagonist goes on. <laughs> so. Our shirts, do we have on red shirts? Yeah, so it's just going to be an abrupt end to the podcast. Right, it turns out it was Dorian the whole time. Yeah. It's going to show for the last episode. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I do want to say I'm I'm pretty impressed with the tolerance of this murder bot to not accuse us of being mutants when we very clearly look very mutant. Yeah, yeah. you've got a dragon friend. I might uh, got a dragon face. Dragon yeah, face. Man. I got scale. Uh, <laughs> I got scales. Maybe his his uh, mutant detection is not so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fairness, you're all pretty humanoid, and just one of you short. <laughs> And otherwise, like, <laughs> and one of you's nude, and that's it. Like, <laughs> the short one is the mutant. <laughs> I would have thought they'd have a shorter trigger than that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so maybe if we're not mutants, I think we can safely go to the robot castle. Uh, I mean, I, I'm feeling more motivated to maybe alter history a little bit. Like, maybe let's go find the mutants and shake things up. See if we can inspire their John Connor. <clears throat> Does anyone have a mirror? A mirror? Yeah, I want to see if maybe we look like mutants or if we look like robots and to see which we're supposed to be. And then we'll know which way we're going to leap. Maybe if you just shine my nub a little bit, you might be able to catch a a glean of yourself. (laughs) All right, to the cave. I'm concerned about the shining of the nub. (laughs) But yeah, roll dexterity. (laughs) Shine that nub. Uh, All right. So you guys are going to go to the cave? Yeah, I want, to see, I want to see what a mutant is if we're not mutants. Okay. That's true. Right. We need to find out if they're like, they're pretty mutants or they're ugly mutants. There is a pretty good chance, given that we were in a subway and then we met turtles, that they are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm definitely going for that cave. <laughs> yeah, so so you guys, you guys proceed down Primary Boulevard. Um, you pass numerous other downed buildings. There are overturned uh, vehicles that look a lot like the very fancy conveyances that you took to get to Luminera, um, but even fancier and more futuristic. It's wild. Like You've never seen anything like it. Horseless carriages and all that. It's, it's amazing. You also pass like five or six other robots that are all kind of just patrolling and rummaging around in the wreckage, muttering things to themselves about finding and destroying mutants. And when you arrive at the cave, uh, you see that the, the, uh, the cave mouth is, is 
just large enough for all of you to kind of fit through, but there's the, the opening is sort of elevated off the ground, so it seems pretty clear why the, the robots haven't gotten in there, because it's just not tread-friendly. <laughs> and so, yeah, you, you, you enter into the cave. The mutant's uh, primary defense is stairs. <laughs> I mean... We do not, we do not understand rise, then run, then rise, then run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe their firmware needs an update. They just can't do that yet. iOS 14, we can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not going to update unless it's plugged in overnight, so... <laughs> and they're all, they're all running free. Uh, so yeah, so you enter this cave, and inside you see that there is, uh, there is a lot of uh, actually green ooze all over the inside of this cave. Mm. Like, there are puddles of ooze. Ooh, what's the secret? Of, what's the secret of the ooze? You're going to have to <clears throat> roll for the secret. You can't just ask. Rex, are you rolling for the secret? Uh, I'm going to roll, but I'm just going to go ahead and taste it. Great. <laughs> I was hoping you would. Uh, so I... That's an eight. I don't know what you want. I don't really have a uh, taste modifier. How are you? How are you gonna? How are you gonna taste it? Are you gonna like scoop it in your mug? Are you just gonna take a fingerful? Are we talking getting on all fours and laughing at it? Like what's what's the scene here? Oh no, just a uh, scoop, twirl, uh, get the bouquet a little bit, and then just just a nip. Okay, we'll just call it just a nip. You taste it, and it's uh, the texture is is uh, kind of wobbly, but but it it breaks easily in your mouth and it tastes distinctly of lime. Jello. <laughs> I mean, Chan Chan might be right, guys. L a lime jello, a slurm, a flubber. What are we what are we working with here? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's basically is it, a, is it a, a jiggler? Lime gelatin. Yeah. Yeah. It it jiggles. It jiggles when you when you stomp near it. Uh, do I, the, uh, how do I how, was how do I feel? You you feel fine. I mean you you're <clears throat> kind of you you like the taste enough that you're kinda like Maybe I should continue to eat this? I don't know. Is it also, better or hey, worse than the blobfish cake? Way better. Way better than the blobfish cake. This, this tastes maybe best ooze I've had this week. Maybe. <laughs> it's, it's very refreshing. Here, you try. You guys want to try some ooze? Uh, I hesitantly take some and I sniff it. And what's it smell like? It, it smells sweet and citrusy. Hmm. Uh, I try to uh, drink some of this limey ooze. Yeah, I mean, you, you'll, you'll succeed at it, and it, it has the same effect that how Misky, which is it, it tastes good, and you're kind of like, oh, weird. This is like cave jello. Is there a flow to the jello? <laughs> no, it's sort, of, it's sort of piled in spots. Like, okay. It, yeah, it, it's, it's like it's been sort of cast around the room uh, a la Jackson Pollock. Huh. Yeah. Okay. There isn't like uh, a stalag tight to the jello stalagmite. Yeah, I mean, well, there there is jello on some of these stalactites and stalagmites, but it doesn't appear to be like occurring from that. It's just sort of it's been caked on some things. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm just gonna cake a uh, whole coffee mug full as All we right. continue. Nice. Just I'm sipping. gonna pass. Does it look like it might be the bodily fluids of a mutant that got sprayed all over the sides of the cave? You can you can roll investigation. I mean, roll what do medicine? Medicine. Yeah. Let's see Ooh. if you can determine if it looks like innards or not. <laughs> I want to determine if it looks like innards. Right. That's the the spray 14. pattern. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You you know you you look at it and and 
Bumblesniff has has traveled far and wide in the world and has seen a lot of corpses, and this does not appear to be innards. This is this is something else. It it might be artistic food, but or it could be outards for that matter. But it's not. It doesn't seem to be innards. No. Well, then I uh, am a little bit more concerned. If at least if it were innards, I'd know where it came from. And you know, as a adventurer, I've eaten my fair share of questionable substances. Substances. So I. Look at it again, a little more concerned, and take another bite and think, oh, this might be some sort of foreign fruit. So I uh, carry some with me, put some in my pack. All right, this great. is good. If it's not innards, it must be outards. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so uh, Flint has a, a handful of, of mysterious uh, green goo, Flint, tasty green goo, I guess. So, you, so you're just at the entrance of the cave. Let's start trudging. Uh, cool. Um, is it dark? Is it lit? Um, it, you see light near the, near the rear of the cave, but the entrance is, is pretty dark. Uh, the fire elemental. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which we're going to keep forgetting about until What's we What's the fire don't. elemental's name? Did we name it? Oh, we should name it. Daniel. Heaven. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's check Daniel. our, uh, <laughs> let's, let's look to our listeners who've been retweeting us. <laughs> Okay, Kevin, Kevin, uh, it is. The <laughs> listeners, there's a lot of pictures of butts you're retweeting, and that's, that's kind of rude. We're going to go name generator, quick name. <laughs> <laughs> the first name that came up was Shannon. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. <laughs> I like that name. I think we should do that. Yeah. So this fighter friend's Shannon. Um, <laughs> he's enjoy ooze while you illuminate this cave with a uh, 30 foot radius of beam light. Okay, so yeah, so pretty much the entire cave is illuminated and uh, Fire Elemental Shannon is gonna take a scoop of this of this green ooze, eat it, and immediately the flame burns bright white and then becomes green. And so now your Fire Elemental is, is burning a, a green color. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, it usually takes one cold damage for every gallon of water splashed on it. Does it take one one jello damage? Yeah, let's let's do one jello damage because it is it is cold jello. I mean, this is a cave and it's not it's not seeing a lot of light, so this is well preserved in damp jello. Okay. Not like that dried out jello. Yeah. That's that's just dirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, you guys are you guys are hanging out in this cave. All right, we continue walking towards the light. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. So yes, yeah, so you're proceeding forward. Um, I, I need you to all roll dexterity real quick. Roll one d twenty plus twelve. Twelve. Oh shit. Eight. Seven. What about that? What about Shannon the fire elemental? That's gonna get confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shannon, Shannon with roll? an A. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon. Uh, that was a one. That was a crit fail. Ouch. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, you all you, died. You guys stumbled across the tripwire in the cave, and uh, none of you were dexterous enough to avoid it. So I'm gonna tell you how much damage you're taking. Uh, you're each going to take 16 damage. Luckily, it's fire damage, so the fire elemental will take half damage. Eight. Okay. It's you said 16 fire damage. Yes. Okay. Uh, so did this come out of the walls, out of the floor? Is it? Uh, yeah, you, you, when, you, when you hit the tripwire, 
uh, there were two plumes of fire that came out from the lowest, like the, the baseboard of the cave, basically, and blasted you in the feet. And it kind of like rolls up in your faces and, and you all kind of stumble back. Uh, but the tripwire broke when you crossed it. So you know that that's no longer there. And, uh, and after the fire sort of calms down, you hear shouting from the back of the cave. It sounds like, hey, uh, what? Who's, who's there? Who's there? Ah. Uh, 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 hello, we're just on fire mutants. <laughs> Mut- mo- mutants? Right. You, you're, you're, you're mutants. Is that, that what you said? Uh, th- yes, that's what, that's what I said. <laughs> when does the sun rise on the empire? Ooh, ooh, can, give one, one minute. <laughs> um, oh, what, what, what do, what do you think's going on here, guys? Um, when does the sun rise on the empire? I think it's pretty clear that the answer is... Uh, next thursday the dawn the dawn of (laughs) aquarius uh at the end of the machine age Mm. i don't know who's got something what what would think like a mutant mutant Mutant. when does the sun rise on the empire well the british sun never set on the empire so uh never always which one we're saying that the mutants are British? <laughs> right. I'm a mutant. Boy, what's all this then? We're <laughs> just mutants like we are. Anybody got some Earl Grey? <laughs> right. A, a, a bit of spotty dick would do fine right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll let us each have an answer. Okay, I'm going to try one. Or maybe Misky, I feel Misky might try. Uh, no? Oh, okay, we, we have answer. Um, the sun rises, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, you don't sound like a robot, so that, that, good, good, yeah. Uh, do you, you wanna, are you, are you running from the robots too? Do you wanna hide in here? Uh, yes, yes. Yep. (laughs) Well, yes, can can we, can we not get, uh, ankle fires anymore? Yeah, just just give me give me one second. I need to disable the traps. Just just one sec. Uh, and you hear shuffling in the back of the cave, and uh, you you see the shadow of uh, this this thing that is sort of hunchbacked and it's kind of leaned over, and it pulls this big lever down inside the cave, and then it it turns back to you and waves and, and beckons you to come forward. Okay, all's clear. Uh, uh, okay. Come on, come on back. Let's just tromp on back there. Yeah, I uh, I don't even draw a weapon this time. I just... Yeah. Uh, Unreasonable amount of trust. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> trusted us pretty quick, so vice versa. All right. Yeah, so as you walk back, the closer you get, you notice that this, this sort of hunched over uh, mutant is uh, also sort of has stains from that same green stuff all over their face and clothing, but they otherwise look mostly humanoid. Like you don't really notice a lot of mutations to speak of. And they, they sort of turn and, and ferry you back to the back of the cave uh, where you see that there are, is kind of a network of, of caves with cots and there are other people and children 
all just kind of packed into this cave, uh, huddled together. There's a, a fire roaring. They've, they've carved a, a sort of chimney into the ceiling of the cave. And, uh, and yeah, there's just a bunch of people. They're all kind of ragged and dirty and covered with the green goo. And they're, they're just doing kind of normal activities, cooking and, you know, writing and reading. And one kid's got one of those uh, wheels that's moving around with a stick. It's phenomenal. Uh, is anyone look to be more of the leader than anyone else? You, you can tell that there's someone in the, in the far back who is sitting in a very large chair. Yeah. Um, take us to your leader. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, yeah, uh, that's, that's Doug. You want oh, yeah. to talk to Doug? Uh, hi. Hi. Hi, Doug. Hey, this is very rude of us, but my name is Miski, and we're here from uh, an underwater turtle monster and a uh, train made of queens, and before that, a cinnamon tree. Um, and we've got lots of questions like meaning of life, what are we doing here, what we can do for you. Um, but mostly, what are what is in my cup? Oh, uh, well, I'm I'm not Doug, but uh, let me I'll just show you to Doug real quick. <laughs> and he ta- takes you back a little bit further. To Doug relays the question. You're all good. <laughs> Doug is Doug is a a, a very uh, sort of androgynous and and uh, hefty individual who says, "Oh, hi, I'm Doug." I would like to uh, welcome you to our cave. How, how did you find us? Um, you didn't bring any we, robots, I hope. I don't think we did, but we found you on Yelp. You had great reviews of caves in the area, must see. Um, we've, we've been paying for placement. It's, it's really <laughs> quite a racket. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, we're not sure how we got here, but... Uh, uh, I think Miski has uh, some goo he has questions about. Oh, yeah, the goo. Well, uh, it's it's a funny thing. Um, uh, before the city collapsed, uh, we were inventing a, a superfood <laughs> source, and uh, kind of everything exploded. Um, and then the robots uh, malfunctioned, and they decided they were going to kill all the humans. So we basically just had all this goo everywhere and killer robots. And... Uh, and then it seemed like the only thing to do was to try to not be humans so that the robots wouldn't kill us. Um, so we became mutants, but only in name because, you know, robots really aren't that fancy. They don't really know what the difference is. They just kind of go based <laughs> on labels. So we just kind of changed our, our, our label name within the, within the programming structure, and they don't see us as that anymore. Uh, but we have to put this goo on us to, to make it more convincing. But, but you are, you're not mutants? Uh, oh, oh, heavens no. But robots told us specifically that they're trying to murder mutants. Well, yeah, they, they adjusted. Now they want to murder mutants because they don't think there are any humans left. They just kind of want to murder everything. It's, it's a pickle. That's why we're in this cave. But then why do you still put mutants on your face? Uh, you know, once it happens for a few years, like, you just kind of do it. <laughs> uh, ex- exfoliation. It's very nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I think we're all kind of used to the taste and the smell. It, it, it feels nice to be, uh, you know, it just feels nice to be limey. Uh, blimey. Um, that's oh, quite okay. the story. We, I uh, don't mean to, to jump to conclusions. I don't know how long we have in this story arc, but I want to know what is history of planet? 
<laughs> oh, I mean, okay. Well, uh, why don't we why don't we sit down and uh, you can do a history roll, and I'll tell you as much as I remember. Thirteen histories, please. Okay, yeah, I, I, I mean, I got that much. I, I got a bachelor's degree, so I, I pretty much know that. Yeah, you know, we, we like most planets, we started out as a, a kind of a barren rock uh, orbiting a, a uncaring star, and then a bunch of dust smashed into it, and uh, eventually life formed uh, in the form of little uh, one-cell entities, and then multi- Okay, maybe not history of planets, maybe, oh. maybe uh, history of species? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we humans. I mean, I don't know. We 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 had cities for hundreds of years, and then we were decimated by some some plagues and things, and then then we came back and rebuilt, and we built this utopian society where everybody had access to everything, and there were these uh, amazing technologies and automation. But we became too reliant on the automation. So then, uh, when when a couple of things went wrong, uh, the, the robots and all the automated stuff started trying to kill us and uh, we fought, but uh, it didn't really pan out that well. But uh, now the, the remains of us live either in this cave or they're, they're out in the desert with, uh, with the resistance leaders. Ooh, let's join the resistance. We, we probably join resistance soon. Thank you yeah. for that plug. But oh, uh, if, uh, oddly specific question, do you know if there was vampires in trains in 1976. I mean, well, I, I read one story about it. Yeah, there was one vampire, but uh, it was an isolated thing. There was this whole train that couldn't get off of, the, the track wasn't finished. I don't know. A lot okay, of no, this is good. This good. This thing, I yes. think this means we're in the same world. Have you heard of a, a place called Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to be a Falcons fan back when they still played human football now but, it's all mutant football but the robots still kill the mutants so we didn't see any falcons in atlanta we saw some turtles yeah i mean there's turtles too Atl atlantan okay. turtles <laughs> um okay misky i think you're right i think we are in the same planet um it, do you know some like purple portal somewhere in the planet M maybe called the abyss or the abyssal or oh, abysmal Abysmal. We we we've seen some some pretty remarkable light shows that I I assumed were part of the you know aurora borealis or something. But uh, yeah, there there was there was something a shimmer last night and and uh, yeah, I mean I, I I can only imagine that that it would still be uh, around the center of the city. Is, I I'm going to go on limb. I, is this like Tower of Sauron? We have like purple eye on highest room, tallest tower. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. Yeah, I, yeah no, I, it's, it it not make sense. But I, we know it's coming. Let Let me ask you a question. Um, if I were to fight a robot, what is the best method of defeating said robot? Oh, I mean, you you you're just gonna want to kind of go for the arms. Uh, if you take the arms off, it doesn't have the plasma cannons anymore, and and then you you don't have a lot to worry about. Then it's just gonna roll at you slowly. Uh, is there any sort of other? <laughs> I just like that. I just got what you said. I'm really excited about tearing its arms off and it <laughs> just a, a group of robots pushing up against our heels. Like, ah, oh, stop it. Yeah, like a bunch Wait. of uh, like a bunch of unruly Roombas. Yeah. <laughs> God, these things never work. <laughs> Maybe if we put magnet strips down, they won't go past certain areas. Or at least um, they remember where they were going. 
Yeah. Hey. Okay. Um, I have a feeling they're going to attack us now that we have some green goo have consumed some of the jello. So we should probably learn if they have any other tells. Is there way, ways we can know a robot's coming other j- than just seeing or hearing it? Oh, I mean, you can, uh, the, the robots are, are pretty easy because uh, they, they have to be looking right at you to see you. And they don't do very well uh, if, you're, if you're kind of uh, under their, their vision profile. So, you know, we, we crawl around a lot um, when, we, when we go to rummage. Uh, but, but you might just try that. If you don't look like you're a human-sized thing, they, they, might, they might just leave you alone. Come on, guys. Let's just uh, <laughs> slip on the ground. <laughs> um, do you know anything about the, uh, the robots getting their directive from, from a single place? Oh yeah, the, the the signal tower in the desert. That's that's where our our resistance leader is right now. They're trying to to form an offensive, but we've we've lost so many men to this. It's it's really it's it's quite tragic. We're, we're hoping to get in and and shut the signal tower down so that we can turn off all the robots at once, and then we don't even have to pretend to be mutants anymore. Oh oh, do you hear of maybe critical design flaw? Oh yeah. Yeah, the, the, it's critically flawed in that if you can get inside and flip a switch, it'll turn right off. It's just so that maybe something like wombat-sized. <laughs> so you've lost a lot of men to these robots that get confused if you lie down. <laughs> well, because they gotta they gotta get up and walk if they're gonna get there. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Do you have any any plans that maybe some? some sort of other species has stolen for you of this design flaw that we could use and exploit? Oh yeah, we, we've got bot ham plans. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Can we- can, I think they're we, inspired. Oh, yeah, bad ham. Um, the other thing that you could really do for us is get us a, a, a water chip. That's, that should be near the, near the signal tower. That would be helpful. We got water and last fish quest. <laughs> oh yeah? <laughs> That's that's weird that there would be so much water fetching. Um, uh, okay, no, we okay. we go find the water ship, and and then we go meet up with resistance, and we um, shoot Womp Rat, and um, <laughs> then we rescue Wombat? Future. Do we have? Oh, ooh, we need name of resistance, uh, Colonel, or uh, who's got the probably eye patch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a scar. He's, he's he's got a he's got a big thick beard and an eye patch and a scar, and and we all just call him K. Is his name K. Kevin? It it could be Kevin. I've never I've never got his, his his actual name myself. Okay. Is is there a right answer to the the sunrise question? Uh no, it's it. It's, robots just always ask follow-up questions that are asinine because they don't understand what codes are, and that's usually how we can tell that you're not a robot. <laughs> what is a sun? You know what we could do to kill the robots if you want. I think Ooh. if we block out the the skies, the robots. Yes, then... answer is global warming. Yeah. If the robots did get pretty hot, they they probably eventually get like. Burn, burn out or something, I guess. That's that's an idea. I mean, we'd all probably be killed, though. Go, oh, look at the puppy. Look at the puppy. puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we've got Xander the dog in the shop. It's great. <laughs> oh, Xander. He's being so sweet. 
Um, okay, so let's not try to blot out the sun. Let's just go press the off switch, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you guys can figure it out, that, that would be really cool. We'd love to have uh, the robots just all shut down so we could try to rebuild society. Hey, hey, Doug, I got one more question. If we, like, took robot uh, exoskeletons and just kind of hung them around us, would they think we're robots? They, they, they might, but I... Have you tried that? I can kind of dance like a robot. <laughs> we, we've never tried it because the, the bodies are pretty heavy and, they, and they're kind of unwieldy. Um, but, but you can, you can <laughs> try that, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's, it's your life. It's my life. It's now uh, or never. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. You you know the ancient songs. Oh, yeah. we, we have we have a whole box of mini discs in the back of the cave. It's very huh. clear that you have switched to oral history because you have not retained any of your engineering. <laughs> <laughs> can Doug Doug can you read? Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean most most things. What do you want me to read? No, that just just are you able? Just just curious of future. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't I don't have high hopes for species right now. So it's just you know using opportunity to to glimpse glimpse what future holds. No, we're really I, excited. Once we get the robots gone, we can reopen the mall and everything will go back to normal. <laughs> I feel like this uh, this D and D adventure has become more and more. Uh, depressed because of how depressing the world is right now. Even Misky's like, Misky's like, I'm worried about the future. <laughs> Have you never read any of Nate's fiction? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a pretty strong theme. All right, what will you do? Uh, we're gonna let's um, go find. Oh, we need the the water ship, and then we're gonna go yeah. find K, and then we're gonna yeah. press the button. All right. Yeah, and I don't want to slither around everywhere, so I'd rather put on some robot, just like shoulder armor and maybe uh, like not even the bright pieces, just hang some metal around me so maybe I seem more robot and I'll walk a little more stiffly. Okay, okay. So the, you're going to have to search for a, uh, a robot that's broken to okay. take apart, or you guys are going to have to fight one. It's kind of up to you. Okay, <clears throat> let's uh, peek out the cave and see if there's a robot there. Yeah, okay. yeah. You... Uh, I'm also gonna try to completely coat myself in the green jello. Okay. And think so on Rick's them is... seeing an infrared, seeing an infrared like a predator. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So okay. Misky's taking the opposite approach. <laughs> completely covered with with green gelatin, and, uh, and yeah, Misky, you feel uh, you feel cold and slippery. But in a way that, like, you, you've wanted to feel for your entire life. It's almost right. like... It feels strangely free. got back to the womb. Uh, right. You, you didn't want to just slither around. And that's the first thought was, I really want to go slither around. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. So, you, you, you're going to part companies with the, with the air quote mutants. And, uh, bye, guys. Okay. Bye, Doug. But, bye, Cowabunga. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see you again. It usually doesn't happen, but maybe this time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have a radical day. What do, you, what do you mean usually? Do you have other other travelers? I mean, I, I told you we we've lost a lot of men to the to the robots, and it's it's just rough times out here, you know. Do you do you often have strange people knock on cave door? I mean, I don't I don't know what's not strange at this point. We're we live in a cave and we're covered in jello. <laughs> Okay, I stop asking questions. <laughs>
All right. Um, so yeah, so you you you, uh, you exit the cave. Uh, you get back to the to that crossroads. I, I assume that is uh, the the crossroads of of Primary Boulevard and Main Street. Um, and you see that that same robot that you saw when you first landed here. Um, it's it's just kind of puttering around, shuffling through some stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anybody want to attack it or try to do anything? Are you gonna? I'm gonna try to jump out in front of it and see if it sees me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, roll initiative, please. <laughs> Twenty-one. Ooh. Uh, nine. But I think I've showed a lot of initiative just jumping right in front of it. Yeah, you're really. I mean, you you you're showing a lot of can-do spirit. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get first attack, but I should probably get second attack. <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. I don't think I have any green stuff though. Can I? Can I just stand by? Yeah, I mean, you're just hanging out. You you have initiative, but you don't have to. You don't have to take an action necessarily. <laughs> uh, okay, so Flint, you're first. Okay. This this because... robot turning toward Misky and saying, "Mutant must destroy mutant." and it primes its plasma cannon arms. Um, I use my initial action uh, to uh, knock an arrow and aim it at its left arm. Okay. What's my attack? And it's been so long I've played, I forgot how to do any of this. Oh, I know. We're, we're, we're going to get... Okay, so I get plus 10 to hit. That's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Pulling up. <laughs> uh 16 yeah yeah that'll hit all right now i gotta do 1d8 plus three okay six damage all right arm damage six arm damage okay uh, according to reddit by the way the best way to kill robots is for higher higher levels go for part damage otherwise i've killed possibly hundreds of scorch beasts i can look at death claw and it's dead but robots just demolish me I feel like this must be from a video game. Yeah, it sounds like it's Fallout specific. <laughs> Blow its arm off. Shoot its legs. Missing a plate? Shoot the exposed part. Hotel Trivago. <laughs> uh, okay, so I cast Hotel Trivago, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get a list of all the hotel uh, prices in your area. Ooh, do, I get, do I get the handsome guy who's laying on the couch or on the bed? Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's like a he's the sort of type that's like kind of your hot dad, kind of the hot older guy that you date, but who isn't hot enough to get any actual acting roles. But he makes you really good about using the service. Classic Sebastian. <laughs> uh, okay, I cast Bark Skin on um, Misky. Okay, which gives him. <laughs> It makes his skin as tough as bark. So your AC, you should add to your AC unless it's less than 16, then it just goes up to 16. What do I add? What's your AC? 15. It goes up to 16. Okay. (laughs) All right. So I feel like it's better than that. All it says is the target's AC can't be less than 16, regardless of what kind of armor it's wearing. What's the first part of it? It says you touch a willing creature until the spell ends. The target skin has rough bark-like appearance, and the target's AC can't be less than 16. But the way we've been playing is it adds like one or two to your AC, but I don't know. Uh, 16. Yeah, 16 is good. That, that'll work. Uh, Cut that explanation. <laughs> okay. so, the, uh, so the robot is going to attack. 
and it's going to fire its plasma cannon at Miski, and that is going to be a 14 to hit, so that won't hit. You're welcome, sort of. And uh, and yeah, now it is now it is Bumblesniff's turn. Bumblesniff, are you gonna are you gonna do anything? Are you just gonna hang? Ah, uh, you missed me. <laughs> I was right here, totally naked, right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of just sit down, crisscross applesauce. Okay. And right. while I do that, I'm going to cast. Press the digitation to wait. Is that the one where I can do a voice? Uh, uh, thaumaturgy can usually do the big booming voice, but uh, minor illusion. I'm gonna cast minor okay. illusion. Okay. And then it can be someone else's voice. So I'm gonna do a voice like a robot, kind of far away, that says, "Hey, there's mutants over here." Okay. Hey, there are mutants over here. <laughs> Yes, you hear, you hear that faint voice in the distance <laughs> claiming that there are mutants over here. The robot stops, and, uh, and it kind of turns for a second to look, and then it turns back to Miski because, and then it says, but there is a mutant here as well. <laughs> Not the mutant. And uh, Miski, it's your turn. Uh, Miski is going to uh, hit, him, hit the robot with uh, three Eldritch Blasts. It's going to okay. just... But not just Bel Grande, and is twenty. Um, do we have an AC to go for? You do. Sixteen is the AC to beat. Cool. Twenty-four is a hit. Okay. And eighteen is a hit. And seventeen. Three hits. Very nice. Are you targeting these Eldritch Blasts at all? Uh, no, just right in the middle. Okay. All so, right. Uh, do you have a die roller? Oh, I do too. What do you need? I need three D10 plus, just three D10. So I got a 16 on three D10. So, uh, so that's gonna be Oh, a weird, 22. I got 16. 22? 22 total. Okay. So yeah, you do, you your Eldritch Blasts uh, just kind of smash right into the torso of this robot. Um, in, in in doing the, the damage that, that you've done, it actually does like press and one of the eldritch tentacles kind of pushes into the into the torso of the robot and pops one of the arms off, and the arm drops on the ground, and the uh, the plasma cannon attached is also loose on the ground, and uh, we're back to Flint. Okay, I was really hoping at some point this robot would ask me to choose between a bunch of different things, and one of the answers would be a pretty flower, and I get to choose that. But since that's not occurring, <laughs> I will. Ah. The bad kind of puppy. The bad kind of puppy. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm going to two-hand attack. No, double-wield attack. Uh, so I'm going to swing my short swords at the arms. Okay. There's only one uh, arm left, so you'll swing oh, one arm. Wait, does, is the other arm that's on the ground, is it like, can I pick it up and try to use it? Yeah, yeah, you could. Okay, so... Now I'm only going to attack with one short sword and use my bonus action to pick it up. So first I attack. Attack. Are you attacking that other arm? Yes. Okay. 1d10 plus short swords only plus 8. Oh, wait. 1d20. Roll. 21, y'all. Boom. That's how we do. Yeah. Ooh. And I crit on the next thing and get do 9 damage. All right. 
Craig just walked into the Matrix. Whoa, he's gone. <laughs> but he knows Kung Fu now. And he left his coat. Yeah, he did crit. <laughs> the coat is disappearing like a Jedi thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did that look as cool as I hoped it did? So you got so you, you you got a crit twenty and you and you did nine damage? No, no. I rolled a twenty-one. Okay. Uh, and then I rolled a six of one D six. So oh, I Oh yeah, okay. Not really critted, but no, yeah, that's still good. Okay, so nine, nine, damage. nine more damage. And then I pick up the wait, did did that chop that arm off? It it didn't, but that arm is really loosely attached now. Okay. Well then I will use my bonus action to use a, some sort of strength competition maybe to just rip it off okay yeah just roll just roll strength straight up and down and beat a 12. okay strength uh i should have used my dexterity <laughs> uh i roll for dexterity to rip the arm off okay Ooh. i don't think a two will beat it <laughs> No, but but what you did, what you succeeded in doing is pulling it. And now there are a lot of exposed wires, and the arm is kind of dangling funny at the side. So it's gonna roll. It's gonna be disadvantaged when it attacks next. Um, all right, and and now it's its turn, and uh, it's frustrated with you specifically because you've been attacking it. So it's gonna turn away from Rex, and uh, it's gonna take a shot at you. And man, it got a two, so it's not gonna hit anything. And yes. uh, it's Bubble Sniff's turn. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna keep sitting here. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, Misky, it's your turn again. I have nothing. You you cast meditate. <laughs> I cast rolling my eyes. Uh, I'm gonna hit it with uh, another nachos bel grande, but this time I know to go for that dangling arm. Yeah, get it. So it's gonna be mm, that's a twenty-one hit. That's a nine. Miss. That's a 15. Okay, so miss again, but you'll hit with the one. Okay. So pretty much anything you do will be enough to knock that arm off. Just do, uh, but we want 10. Two. 10 damage. All right. Cool. So yeah, so the arm, the other arm falls off. Uh, the robot now is, is disabled, technically. It's just uh, no more attack initiatives possible. Must abort mission. And then it starts rolling at you, and that's pretty much all it's doing. Um, hey, so you, hey, 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 robot. Um, yes, ro I am robot. <laughs> uh, I, I have a quick question. Um, which, of these wires, which of these wires should I touch to make the plasma shoot? <laughs> uh, and suddenly you, you hear a divine voice from the beyond explain that you can just pick up these plasma cannons on these robots and use them as an item. Uh, it's now a projectile weapon that has no ammunition, and uh, and you can take it into your inventory. It will do two uh, d twelve damage on a hit, and uh, you get plus eight to hit on uh, rolls using it. Wow, that seems overpowered. Uh, I pick up both arms. <laughs> it's the future. It's future weapons. So yeah. Um, so I pick up both arms, and then I like use some. I. I rip up pieces of cloth and you know sling them over my shoulder so now i have like bazooka cannons of plasma and then i take another piece of cloth and tie it around my head and ooh, and talk like your the rambo what you're flintbo now i'm flintbo oh, it's not a good idea don't go up there the, God, in, the, in the first alone. movie it was a vietnam thing but now i'm just gonna blow people up yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, Adrian. Uh, okay, hey. so you guys are out of combat. This robot is just sort of rolling at you, um, but it, it can't build up enough speed to do any damage, so it's kind of up to you if you just want to, like, push it over or just walk away from it, whatever. Can we keep it as a pet? I mean, sure. If you if you want to if you want to do that, you have to put a leash on it or something. <laughs> is it just okay. like following us? It's like a stray. Hey, hey robot, is there a, is there a um, like system base level code I could give you that would some sort of cheat code where we could play as the robot now? That there is no code. Down, up, down, left, right, left, right. B A B B A P A. Select. <laughs> You now have 30 lives. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. I have um, tinker tools. Can I, <laughs> can I get into its programming with my tinkers? <laughs> sure. Roll, roll, uh, roll your uh, whatever. Let's see. What would tinkering be? Sleight of hand. Yeah, do sleight of hand. That's a good one. <laughs> Religion. Ooh, 20. Oh. Not a natural 20, though. That's with All right. Uh, yeah, you, you succeed in cracking this robot open and reprogramming it, and you've determined in so doing that you can use this as sort of a, a moped, um, so you can all kind of cool. climb up on it and ride it through the desert, uh, and you're able, to, you're able to soup up its treads so it can go substantially faster than it was ever moving at you before. <laughs> uh, guys, I hate to say this, but maybe we don't go back. We're really good at the future. <laughs> we made friends with mutants. I have the best weapons I've ever had. And now we got this uh, moped. I made a this, moped. Uh, <laughs> you made a moped. I didn't even know what a moped was, and I made one. <laughs> uh, okay. So I guess we're just in charge of the future now. Yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, where are we headed? Um, uh, this, Mr. Robot. Uh, since we have your talking head and you're incapacitated, you're now our slave pet. Do you, is there any, are you all connected? Is this hive mind sort of thing? Are you, do you know Borg? We, I do not know Borg. However, that you know? reference is in my memory banks for some reason. <laughs> do you know Borg? <laughs> I do know Borg. There are Borg license plates in the gift shop. <laughs> uh, do you do you have maybe like internal piece that is part of mother computer or um, core programming maybe? I, I only know that the source of our signal is in the desert. Do you have so, any, any signal source in you physically? I only have a receiver. Uh, so robot, do you have a name? I was never given a name. I was this designed to be nothing. So I, I've heard rumor that vehicles such as, as you will be described in the number of horses they represent. Would you be one horse? I would be at least three horses. Okay. Get this is great. So we're going to go through the desert on a horse with no name is what I'm, what I'm leading to. <laughs> <laughs> it will be all. to be rain. <laughs> oh no, an arrow kills Flint. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say you get an arrow to the knee. Okay, so we're all riding on the go-kart. Um I was I was seeing if maybe I could sneak in a, a scrying spell. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's oh. not gonna work. Robots are 
they're just not magical. This we are not connected. Robot, this robot is only a receiver. I mean, they're all connected, but there's not like it, it doesn't communicate information back to the to the main signal tower and the and the controller. That's I mean that's convenient. It's a bad design, but it's convenient. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the future. I mean we it's a bad future, so the design had to be bad. It's an event based architecture. <laughs> yeah, where, where everything's going. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yes, yeah, so you guys, uh, you got this robot moped. Greg's got um, two, uh, two plasma cannons. So what's the range on these puppies? Actually, instead of telling me, I during our travel to the desert, I'm going to take pot shots at every robot in the distance and try to figure out the range of these babies. Oh, are you practicing? Because it's practicing. unlimited ammo, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, unlimited ammo. So you're, you guys are cruising through the desert toward the signal tower in the distance. Uh, following Misky's purple sight, and uh, and yeah, you Flint, you see that there are uh, several robots kind of off in the distance, and you're just kind of taking pot shots. You're you you, you get into a couple of fights, uh, but because you're you're actually pretty good aim with this, you you end up disabling most of the robots that you hit, uh, and you determine that the range is about uh, thirty feet. Ooh, that's uh, can, big in. can I borrow? Can I borrow a shooter arm? Oh sure. Bumblesniff, you want to take a take a whack at this? Yeah, yeah, looks fun. All right, Misky's okay, so gonna gonna take it and immediately shoot himself in the foot. <laughs> Let's uh, please roll roll for hit on that because I want to see if you actually hit yourself in the. Foot. Oh no, it's it's definite hit. Uh, you can roll for damage. I'm gonna take damage on this because I I, I Misky no, I think be afraid of guns. I think um, Rex, he was trying to figure out if you just blew up our moped. <laughs> Oh, um, well, it, it you said it's plus eight to hit, so that's gonna be a twenty-one. Oh yeah, yeah. So you hit your foot, absolutely. Yeah, you wasn't trying to hit my foot, but definitely shot myself in the foot. Okay, and yeah, so you're gonna take two uh, d twelve damage, which is yeah. gonna come out to nine. Perfect. Uh, and then I immediately grab it back from uh, Misky. <laughs> Oh, why? Why would you have that? It's this is this is very dangerous. You're gonna put eye out. <laughs> um, anyone observing can see that one of Misky's flip flops has sort of melted into his foot now. Um, and it, it looks pretty bad. But because the plasma was super hot, it it immediately cauterized the wound. So he has like just sort of become one with that flip-flop. Uh, I mean, he hasn't taken them off in years. They're, they were already one with the flip-flop. <laughs> I feel like one with the flip-flop is a good, uh, I don't know, it's an album title or something. We'll do Jack Johnson covers. It'll be great. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett tribute band. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're one with the flip-flop. We're going to play seven <laughs> hours of Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> Jello in paradise. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Can I just compliment you all that we made it through an entire Jello situation without one Bill Cosby reference? Yeah, I'm really proud that of is that. really good. It's like we yeah. forgot that horrible person existed. <laughs> yeah. It looks like uh, he really did get canceled. Right. This is how it works. Oh. So uh, let's see. So you guys are you guys are in the middle of the desert. Uh, you, you are going to travel for a very long time in this desert. That signal tower is really far away. And after about eight hours, you all get, get kind of tired. So you're going to set up camp in the desert. Uh, 
and you, you, you basically see like a, a cluster of, of stones uh, that, that sort of seems like a safe spot to, to hunker down. Um, so everybody take a short rest if you need to. I mean, nobody really needs to recover any hit points at this point other than Miski does. So yeah, we all fell on that tripwire. Yeah, that tripwire. Well, yeah, that's right. You guys all did get tripwired. So yeah, so you'll take a short rest. <laughs> so that just means we are allowed to use our hit dice. Correct. Yeah. So you can heal by using the hit dice and rolling to, to add some HP back. Um, I don't know where that is on this form. Um, if you click the short rest. Oh, wait, short rest. Yeah. So your hit die is a, is, should be like a D6 plus two, maybe? Uh, mine's one D10 plus two, y'all. Yeah. yeah, you're going to have better hit dice. Oh, dang. That brought me all the way back up. All right. There's a part of a goldfish inside my dice holder. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Wait, how's that mine? Throwing um, should, should we take a... Do we need to, like, make camp? Should we start a fire? Do we... Do, do we still have the fire elemental? Is you that... Did, yeah, the fire elemental is still cruising around. They just didn't really attack at all. That was my bad. I should have rolled... We should have rolled for That's that. That's fine. They, they had showed very little initiative. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, your fire elemental is still there, so you could start a fire where the fire elemental uh, just kind of lights some debris on the ground on fire, and you can all huddle around that. Digs a big pit, sits in the middle, and then just yeah. ignites. Yeah, it's just like the 70s, except instead mm -hmm. of being a, a, a loud person with, with uh, some sort of quaaludes, it's, it's, it's an actual fire person. So should I have gotten some hit points back when I hit short rest? Yeah, just take, take uh, you know, take some hit points back. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> the point was, is you guys are resting. You started a little fire elemental. You're hanging out in the desert. What? You've got a robot with no name that has the power of between one and three horses. <laughs> okay, so you guys are, are you've set up camp. Uh, you've taken a rest. I mean, has anybody napped or anything? Are you just all staying up, kind of hanging out? Nope. Misky is afraid that he's going to miss out on something. Okay, cool. Misky Anybody else? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I tried to take a nap, but Misky kept, like, giggling to himself or would poke <laughs> me and point out something in the distance. Or... Every single one <laughs> of them like... was mirage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in this situation, it's almost impossible to sleep, sleep while Misky's around. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, Wait, so, so... Wait, can you describe stars to me again? <laughs> Yes, Misky, they are the people we look to for how we should live our lives. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, so you guys, you guys are all, you've, you've set up your camp. Um, it, you, you get up and you're going to presumably get ready to proceed uh, the rest of the journey uh, on the back of your robot to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the tower, to the signal tower in the distance. Mm -hmm. okay. um, as you are packing up your camp to get ready to go, uh, a group of three robots uh, just all kind of roll in. Um, and a fourth robot flies in. It has, uh, like, uh, hover feet. What? And, uh, you, are, you are now uh, in initiative country, so roll for it. Um, Man. One thing I'll say is those robots or those mutants who think stairs will defend them are going to be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I got a six. I'll take six? Yeah. Okay. There's been got, eight thousand years of robotic evolution, and we come on the day that they invent hover feet. 
13. 13? Okay. Nine. <clears throat> Great. And what does your fire elemental get? Oh. Man. 13. Okay. All right. Okay, so the first robot is going to attack first. Uh, this is the hovering robot, and it's going to fire its plasma cannon. Um, and it's just going to fire once at Bumblesniff, and it critically failed. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so it's going to... Oh, yeah. It's going to do 10 damage to itself as it tries to fire, but it's got the cannon pointed backwards and it blasts itself in the face. Oh, that was not compute. <laughs> so that's not gonna go well. Okay, and the second robot, this one's on the ground, is going to uh, try to attack Rex, and that is going to, or Miski, and that is a, uh, that's a four, so that's not gonna hit either. Ha <laughs> ha, you missed me. You have terrible shots. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> It's real not good. <laughs> do, do I still have the bark skin? It probably yeah. wore off. Uh, oh, yeah. With the rest, it did. Yeah. With the rest, it Yeah, did. it's only one hour, maybe. Something like that. Um, the third robot is going to attack, and it's going to shoot at Flint, and it has nat 20 so it is going to do 14 damage with its plasma cannon. And... The fourth robot is going to attack, and it is going to do. It's going to hit for eighteen on Bubble Sniff. Eighteen hits, yeah. Uh, my armor class is twenty-one. Oh, then it doesn't hit. Great. Then Yay. yeah, so, so that was a miss, and now it is Flint's turn. Uh, so with these cannons, I I V have. Can I shoot? Are they like a dual-handed weapon? Can I shoot each of them? You you can you can fire them two handed. So I'll give you the opportunity to in one action take two shots because you got one in each hand. So you can fire twice, um, and then you can still take your uh, surge action or whatever else you have. Okay, I feel like I have like some sort of super attack bonus action. Uh, while I do that, I will first uh, actions in combat. I will attack. So I will shoot both of uh, my super cannons. Okay. And which which robot are you aiming for? Uh, I'm gonna aim at the flying robot. Okay, so great. With the first one, I got a hey crit. Okay, yeah, that's gonna hit. <laughs> yeah, so that does two d twelve damage. That's right. So twenty four. That's a big one. Okay, and then I rolled. Okay, I think this online thing is broken. Oh no, it's not. Twenty three. That is uh a 23 yeah that'll hit that'll hit as well so you crit you've critted and you're gonna take you're gonna so roll damage for the second one because you did the double 24 damage on the first is there anything to add to the roll or is it, or is it just straight 2d12 just straight 2d12 okay 20 damn okay, so you do this and like you blow the legs off of this thing and the arms off of it and a torso just falls to the ground and it's like sparking and smoke is coming off of it. And that robot is uh, effectively disabled and out of the battle. Uh, and so I, I, oh, I love you guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> to the plasma cannons. Listeners, to the plasma it's cannons. not a visual medium. So he, he wasn't talking to anything else. It was the guns. <laughs> okay. I, I kissed Did my guns. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. Uh, fire, it's the fire elemental's turn. Shannon the fire elemental, what's, what are you gonna do? Uh, Shannon the fire elemental can only swing up to five feet. Okay. So it's gonna charge to 
closest thing and make a multi-attack. So okay. takes two swings with flaming fists. Great. Uh, if the object is flammable, something happens. I'm guessing this is not a flammable object. Yeah, they're not super. They're, they're pretty fire resistant. Okay. Then they are both plus six to hit. Okay. So that's going to be a 23. That will hit. And a 15. First one will hit. Second will miss. Uh, the first one hit is going to be... Weird. Oh, there's my six. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven fire damage. Okay. Cool. So that one will that one will take some damage, and it gets a little gets a little overheated. Okay. And now it's Misky's turn. Uh, so there are two robots left, correct? Well, there are, there are three robots left. Yeah, the, well, the flying one was the fourth, and then there are three oh. on the ground. Fire elemental okay. hit one of the ones on the ground. So in between two of them, I would like to cast Silent Image. Okay to cre create just a, uh, a thin sheet uh, of uh, hallucination that looks like Doug the Mutant to <laughs> both of the robots. <laughs> Great, okay. To bait them into shooting each other. Yep, yep, that'll, that'll, that'll go. Cast away. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you create a, a perfect copy of Doug the Mutant except because Misky can't actually see him, it's sort of more of an impression of his voice taking shape uh, <laughs> in, a, in a physical form. Um, this is great because it's a silent image. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and the two robots between it turn toward each other, and they are both priming to attack this image on their next turn. And now it is Bumblesniff's turn. Oh, man, I don't want to interrupt what they're already going to do to each other. Well, there's still one that's not doing that, so you've got that. Oh, okay. I'm going to shoot some lightning bolts at that one. Is there Great. anything in the, in the way? No. Is Shannon, yeah. Shannon not in the way or anything, is is, is it? I, I believe that Bumblesniff has enough control to to just kind of automatically avoid other other party members. Eggplanty. Uh, 16 dexterity throw, save, saving dexterity throw for the... It's going to fail. Thing. Yep, it failed. <laughs> Eight D sixes. Damn. Right. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, because uh, these right. robots are. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, that wasn't enough. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Damn. Uh, because these robots are weak to lightning, being that they're mechanical, uh, it's gonna do double damage. So that's gonna be uh, fifty-four. So twenty-seven. Six. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the robot that you just shot at, it just vaporizes. It. It like. Immediately, there's a flash of light. You see this faint robot skeleton inside this electrical burst, and then there's just a pile of dust that falls in the ground. Uh, that's two robots down, um, and we're back to the top. The first robot is dead. The second robot is dead. The other two robots are going to shoot at that silent image, and uh, one is going to fail to hit the other, or it's going to well, it's going to fail to shoot the thing. I guess that's where this gets tricky. Hmm. Yeah, they're just both going to shoot at each other. Screw it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I failed to miss, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So one is going to do four damage to the other, and uh, the other one is going to do 21 damage to its counterpart, and that uses up their turns, and we're back to Flint. Uh, the best part 
of your plan, Miski, is now they think that Doug shot them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a whole internet thing where everybody's like, Doug shot first. And <laughs> a lot of fans are just going to be unable to get over it. Mm-hmm. They're going to do everything they can to, to reorchestrate it in an awkward way. So how many robots are left? Two? There are two robots, yep. And okay, they're so, focused on the illusion in the middle, in between them. So I uh, shoot both robots, one with each gun. Okay, great. Pew, pew. And the first one, I rolled a 13. That will miss. And the second one, I rolled a 16. That will hit. Yes. 1D, wait, 2D12 plus zero. Yeah. Zero. Okay, roll. Eight damage. Oh, that sucks. That's fine. I'll take it. You get a couple, you get a blast in on this robot, knocks it back a little bit. It kind of turns to you, but it's sort of torn between this image and between you. And uh, it is uh, the fire elemental's turn. Shannon, the fire elemental. Charging in, taking a couple swings. 17 to hit. That'll 20 to hit. Also will hit. First one does 11 damage. Second one does 10 damage. Damn. So 21 fiery smoldering damage. Shannon damage. That is some good Shannon damage. Uh, okay, now it's Misky's turn. Hmm. Misky didn't think he was going to get another turn. Uh, Elder's Blast. Get them tentacles. Taco units. That's going to be a miss. That's also going to be a miss. That's a crit fail. That's a... Uh... <laughs> All right, so the first two tentacles miss. The third tentacle kind of like flies out like a like the ball on like the paddle ball, like a, the ball on the little elastic string, and flies back at you, and it's just gonna do uh, two damage to you. Okay, okay Bumble Sniff, you're up. Lightning bolt. How Lightning close? Bolt. How close? Close are they to each other? Um, they're they're within like four feet of each other. All right, my lightning bolt can be five feet wide, so I'm gonna aim it at both of them. Okay. Uh, wait, was I rolling for it or was I rolling for me? Um, what, does your, is it the, the same save that you, that we did before? Yeah. The 16 save? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of them saves, the other one does not. So one's going to take half damage and one's going to take full damage, which is going to okay. be double damage. So one's going to take full damage and one's going to take double damage. Okay. <laughs> full damage. The full, the, the, okay. One is 26. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and the other one is 27. Okay. And that's going to be 27 twice. So that's going to be uh, 54, 54 again. again. So yeah, uh, both of those robots, same thing, like lightning engulfs them. You see the faint shadow of like a robot, a cartoon robot skeleton inside it, and then just dust <laughs> down on the ground. And you, you have defeated uh, the desert robots. Um, as you're kind of dusting yourselves off, uh, two things. There are uh, a couple more plasma cannons around, if, if, should you want those uh, to pick up. Um, but as you are surveying the, the battlescape, a, a tall, uh, bearded figure emerges from the desert and, and takes off uh, like a breathing mask and, and looks at you and says, Oh my God, I didn't, I didn't think anybody could fight like that. Are you here to join the resistance? Okay. 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 I'm going to say, when does the sun rise <clears throat> on the empire? <laughs> it always rises, baby. 
Hey, he's he not says, a robot. He says, yes, I'm, I'm Kay. And, uh, and everybody roll perception real quick, please. Okay, I just have two things to say while I'm doing that. First, uh, I am very proud of how good we are at the future. Yeah, you guys are really good at the future. We're really good at the future. Well, we've and been practicing all these years in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's life's present. And <laughs> the second thing I would like to say is if this is Kay, I want to meet Jay because he's the cool one. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, a, that's a 17 for Seth. 17 for Miski? Mm -hmm. Eight. Eight for Bumblesniff? Uh, and for me, it is six plus whatever perception is. Like eight. I don't know. I can't find it yet. Okay. Um, Miski, oh, shit. I'm really perceptive. Never mind. It's 14. Dang. Okay. Uh, yeah, Miski, you, you notice this most of all. Uh, but Flint, you also, you also are like, wait a second. This person, this guy looks very familiar. We have already met this person before, and he may or may not have been a, a half-elf actor at some point in his life, uh, but you realize that Kay is, in fact, uh, Kenny Fantastico. Uh, what? In, in what? The future. Wait, wait, K Kenny, is that you? What? You, uh, you, you smell like melted grandma. How, how do you guys know my name? You're I, I've fantastic. never told anyone my name. Do you... Do you I, the, where are the, you from? The nose knows always. I, I mean, I, I was, I was an actor. I, I, I can kind of remember that, and 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 then I, I was very sick, and I went to to Luminera to to get healed, and then, uh, and then something happened, and I just, I woke up here, and and years passed, and and I just found myself among among all these people fighting this resistance against the robots, and and uh, and I guess now I'm their de facto leader. Um, I, who, who are you guys? What is like, I don't understand what's going on. And I don't even understand how you were able to, to decimate these robots so easily. Well, well, Kenny, there's a couple of things. One, people from our time, we're also from Luminera and people from our time are just good at the future. So of course you were made King. <laughs> I mean, that does make a lot of sense. I, I picked up a plasma blaster and it was like, wow, I was good. Also, I'm, I'm going by Ken now. Oh. <laughs> Ken Fantesco. Ken's my father. <laughs> um, I would say uh, the other thing you should know is, do you not remember us? Wait, did did Kenny know us? I mean, you, I I guess you guys you guys kind of look familiar. Kenny Kenny searches his memory, um, and he says, "Yeah, I do have a a faint impression that that we crossed paths before, but it." It, it feels like a dream. I don't, I don't really know anymore. I, it, how, how do I know you? Uh, your, your grandma paid us to save you from a locker room? We definitely didn't explode you. I'm pretty sure you melted in the puddle in my arms. <laughs> this, was, this was a scarring experience. I made t-shirts of it. You want to see? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you have a t-shirt that commemorates my, my passing? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, I just sent it to Greg because I can't set backgrounds, but <laughs> Greg wants to pull that up. Okay, here we Ooh. go. Oh man, now I gotta find that. <laughs> oh man, now I have to log in. <laughs> Download image. This is great audio. Uh, oh, yeah. And don't worry, don't worry, everyone listening, there will be a payoff for you. You'll get to hear us react to this vision. It's gonna be worth <laughs> it. It's gonna be really, totally worth it. it.
Oh yeah, your your yeah. head is blocking it. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that shirt. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, Kenny Boo. Kid, kid, kid. Aww. Oh, buddy. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so Ken Fantastico says to you, uh, are you, so uh, did did Doug send you? Are you are you guys here to join the resistance? Is you know we. We could use all the hands we could get. You seem like you're really powerful. We're, we're just trying to, if we can shut down the signal tower, uh, we, can, we can build a, a really wonderful place here in, in this time. And I, I don't know what else to do. We, keep, we just keep losing soldiers left and right. Uh, yeah, no, let's, uh, let's destroy signal tower and uh, reclaim humanity. Great. There, there are just a couple things you need to know. The signal tower is surrounded by robots. There's like 12 robots and they're all just patrolling to keep us out. And uh, I have the passcode to enter the signal tower building. I just need to get in there and, and pick the lock to that door. And then I can, uh, I can turn it off. I've just never been able to, to get cover for long enough to, to do that. Uh, you guys think you're up for the challenge? To distract some robots? Oh yeah, no problem. I, I, I love your gumption and, and your lack of pants. It's, it's really progressive. Would you like to try my gumption? I still have some in my gut. Oh, uh, ooh, it's, it's cave goo. I love that. Yeah, I, I took a sip of cave goo. It's been months. I've been out in the desert. There's no cave goo out here. This episode of A Roll for Blank brought to you by cave goo. Cave goo. Cave goo, your only sustenance in the desert. Cave goo, the newest <laughs> website that helps you do your taxes. Cavegoo.com. <laughs> yeah, cavegoo.com, by the way, is also available for sale. Great. We got to buy it. Okay. I'm going to park that shit right now. Yep. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be worth dozens of dollars sometime in the future. Yeah, literally also, dozens. Also, I've been trying to figure out the quote where Han Solo says something about like not liking laser swords and I'd give me a blaster any day or something like that. It's something Or like your ancient weapons are no, no match for a, a gun. Or, a, good, a good blaster at my side is something. Is oh, yeah, yeah. Says. That's what it is. It's like your laser swords are no match for a good blaster at your side. Oh, can I pick up a blaster? Are there any left? Oh yeah, yeah. You there? There are there are two more plasma cannons on the ground. We he should said, also cut this because we've just lost all nerd credibility right now. He said, <laughs> he, he said specifically, hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side. That's what he said. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Bumble, Bumble Sniff, you're you're gonna pick up a blaster. Yeah. Okay, so you've got a you have a plasma cannon that does two d twelve damage and plus eight to hit. Misky, are you gonna grab one or did the foot shoot? No way. Made you. Okay. Nope. Cool. Um, Never picking right. one of those up again. Then uh, yeah, we'll try again next week and and continue this continue this adventure while you siege the signal tower. Ooh, yeah. cool. siege of the signal tower. Add items. Search for plasma rifle. <laughs> <laughs> type um plasma. rod maybe i guess rod wondrous it could be a wondrous rod it's a it's totally a wonder rod roll for blank features performances by greg corbin zimmy joe jason ling shandy page Corey palencia eric palencia rex roberts and me nate regolia i also wrote this rpg campaign theme music features public domain samples by dan lucas level clearer and Northern 87 via free sounds. If you like RPGs too, support their makers and get rolling.